Did you ever wonder? Did you ever wonder? I do. Did you ever wonder why the sun always rises, but the stars never fall, why dry land is never satisfied by water, and why fire never says enough? The wonder of God's holy mountain, house of prayer. <laughs> well, this morning was quite an experience for me, and uh, you know, I, I I often ask God, you know, what do you want me to share on this podcast? And I was really kind of surprised He wanted me to share the story. But nonetheless, I will share. <laughs> this is what he wants. And I'd be delighted with what happened. Uh, it's a little unusual, so you just have to uh, bear with me and how uh, I function sometimes. But nonetheless, what happened this morning, and this is a story that he wants to have me relate to you, which very much relates to this idea of the Holy Mountain House of Prayer, was that... Uh, I had a difficult morning. I get up at 3.30 a lot of times, and, and this morning it was one of those. And when I got up, I noticed, gee, my wife wasn't in bed. And that, you know, sometimes she falls asleep out in the recliner or whatever, and I just assumed she'd be asleep in there when I, when I walked in. Instead, I walked in, and my wife is just different than me, and she always likes to have some kind of noise on. And the TV was playing, you know, some kind of news show. It was probably... <laughs> CNBC or something, based on the fact that all I could hear was they were just knocking Trump, which, uh, you know, I'm not even going to get into all what I think about all that, but I just cannot stand all that noise. And I never watch the news. It's nothing I ever do. It completely disturbs my peace. So I'm walking into the you know living room expecting my wife to be asleep. Instead, I'm hit with this, you know, Trump stuff. And immediately my peace is like, what the world, you know, like, man. Um, and so I'm like, Tammy. And she's like, and she's wide awake and she's working. And I'm like, what are you doing? You should be resting. She just had knee surgery. And so, well, I had all this stuff I need to get done and I've been, you know, incapacitated. And I'm, and I'm like, baby, you need to get some rest. You know, can I turn off the TV? <laughs> and actually she got kind of frustrated at me because I turned off the TV. I said, Tammy, I just can't function in the morning with that noise. It just, it just takes my peace away. So, you know, she went on to bed after a few minutes and, and then I plugged in <laughs> the coffee maker, and unfortunately, you know, I had failed to put the coffee in the thing, and, and so it just made water, hot water. <laughs> and one thing after the other went wrong. My incense wouldn't burn right, and nothing that I was trying to get done this morning. It, you know, so, you know, it was maybe 4.30 before I got myself situated where I, you know, I was trying to pray, trying to pray. But I just, you know, was wrestling in prayer. I guess that's a good way to put it. And, and so I would never expect to have the experience that I had this morning, but this is what happened. So I'm praying, praying, praying. And as you may know, as I get through, you know, many different um, things I talked to a God about, I talked about, <clears throat> you know, how I pakud or how I do the precepts where I commit myself to him, my spirit to him, my soul, my body. I I, I get covered in the blood and I and I you know, ask the Holy Spirit to help me become like Jesus. And I go into agreement with all those that are praying for me. And I do all these, these different things that I really enjoy, practices or disciplines, whatever you want to call them, to where I feel like what I call the netzer or, you know, essentially this large eagle-like bird comes and picks me up and um, takes me <laughs> on a journey to heaven somehow. And sometimes, usually, uh, honestly, for the last probably four or five months, I've gone to Eden, and, and often uh, Netzer would put me in one of the four rivers, and we'd have some kind of experience in those rivers. 
but this morning, as soon as I got there, um, Jesus is like, and I, it was interesting because I had asked him, I said, you know, I don't want to have any preconceived notions about where I'm going today. I just want to go where you want to take me. And he said, I want to take you to a place that's higher than Eden. And I, it kind of shocked me. Like, I always thought, you know, Eden was kind of heaven. Or, you know, and again, I don't know how all these levels work. I really don't. But what I know is what he said, which was, I want to take you someplace higher. And I said, okay, I'm, I'm up for that. So he takes me up uh, what, what was clearly on top of a mountain. And it was a mountain above Eden, which I did not exist, uh, did not understand. But clearly it was a place where I felt Jesus was telling me that he had met at times with Adam. Um, and, and, and clearly there's, there's many references to a, a holy mountain. Well, interestingly... Um, as we got up there, uh, I was uh, just in a, this amount of joy that was unbelievable just to be there. And, and it was an interesting um, experience as I really felt I could just lay my head on Jesus's chest. And as I did, he gave me a hug that was just out of this world, just unbelievable. And I hugged him back with like everything that I had. And it was just a, a really... Um, intensely intimate moment of feeling how he was saying here, we, we want to be on this holy mountain. And, and I want you to look and what God asked me to do. What he asked me to do was go study the shine that Moses got on <laughs> when he had been on the mountain, right? On, on, on the mountain with obviously getting the 10 commandments and all that. And so when I came down, you know, naturally, um, after a while, actually, he, he said, okay, it's time for you to go study. So as I go to study, I begin to look at Moses' shine. And when I did, my heart just leaped out of my chest because the, the word that, you know, that said Moses shone, his face shone, uh, is this beautiful, spectacular word, which begins with one of my favorite letters, if you know me well, the letter Kuf, which we talk about many times is you know, in the in the word crown that we've been studying lately, and, and it's certainly in the word statutes, which have been my, you know, quest for a while, is that, you know, that idea of a het and a kuf is a statute. And, and so here's this word letter that means very much proximity. And so Habakkuk, you hear all the, the cuffs and kufs in there, and the reason is is because his, his name literally means a God hug. And, and so for me to see that Moses' face shown why— because he'd clearly just been in God's presence. I mean, he'd been getting a God hug. I mean, it's clearly what's going on. So you got the kuf, and then there's a resh, right? And that resh is, is, is this idea of the spirit, right? And, and, and this idea of the head. And so it was Moses' head, no doubt, that was shining. And, and, and then the final nun, which is like, looks like a nail. And I always love that letter because it's the idea of faith. And interestingly, the word for shine is also the same word as horns. So, you know, like the horns of the altar, uh, which is this idea of sparks flying away or, you know, light beams emitting from something is almost like horns. And you think of, of a big, huge deer with a, or a stag, you know, with these huge antlers with all these, you know, rays coming out of their horns. Uh, it's just a, a spectacular thing that that's what Moses had. He had that shine, and, uh, and and I couldn't help but just just be absolutely delighted as I was thinking about that word. And that final nun 
has to do with thy word would be a lamp unto my feet, right? That, that none has to do with faith and, and is just a, a beautiful, amazing thing that, that God sends his faith down. In other words, the faith that I have, you know, was given to me by him. And what a spectacular gift as Moses had that gift to the extent that obviously his skin shone according to the, you know, what it says there in Exodus. And then, you know, I was... To, <laughs> looking at different places, that the idea of the mountain and whatever, and all of a sudden I came across this passage. And, and I think God really directed me um, to Isaiah. And uh, if you look in Isaiah 56, uh, verses uh, 6, 7, and 8, I'm going to read them to you because it just, to me, it just flabbergasted me because I didn't realize, I guess, that, you know, I'd, I'd heard the quote, you know, that where Jesus said, my house will be a house of prayer, but I didn't realize the holy mountain part and some of the other stuff. So I'm going to read these verses to you just as they are there in Isaiah 56, uh, as I feel like I experienced this this morning, and I didn't realize that, that this place that is above Eden is, is this place of his house of prayer. And that, that literally is, is what he has in mind, which is your heart, by the way, like your heart is where you meet with God. It is the Holy of Holies. And apparently there's very much a mountaintop. So it says, also the sons of the stranger that join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord, to be his servants. Everyone that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it and taketh hold of my covenant, right? And we get a new covenant, right? And if you read the, <laughs> you know, when you take communion, it says this covenant's in his blood, right? He says, even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices shall be accepted unto mine altar, for mine house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. The Lord God, which gathereth the outcasts of Israel, say, yet will I gather others to him besides those that are gathered unto him. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I I have a new idea of what that holy mountain of prayer is. I'll never forget this morning as long as I live. I, I, I surely pray that you will have a similar experience somehow. And, and I certainly thank you for listening. Do I remember? Did you remember? I do. I do.